It's presented by Nick, but I am my own bum. Um, <laughs> this week's magic word is cuddy. I've only got an hour. It's a big problem here. Like I'm not trying to be mean and just stretched in. What's up, guys? We're back, Six Pack Nation, episode 17, and we're drinking some lining kugels. Gang. Yeah. The kugels. Let's yeah. go. We got a special guest. I'm sitting next to TA88. Is he first reoccurring guest here? He's actually 90 now, so. TA90? TA90, excuse me. TA Johnny Pickles stole 88. Trent, making six pack history, our first two time guest. Wow, that's actually huge. Happy to be here. You only need 98 more for the for the gold jacket that we give out to our guests for 100 appearances. So Join the club. You're on that list, though. Six pack Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, a short list, too. It's been a while since we recorded. I think two, three weeks, so and a lot's happened pretty much across all sports. So we spent a little time uh, reacting on some things that happened. Uh, first off, I mean, we can talk about NBA playoffs. We missed pretty much the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Uh, what was y'all's reactions to those? Uh, Suns in four. That's all I got to say. They look they look really good. Um they're looking good right now too. They're up two on the Bucks. Uh, as far as Eastern Conference goes, uh, that that series is kind of tough. Just Trey Young and Giannis getting hurt, um, not having both of them in. What was it? Game five. Neither Trey Young mm-hmm. nor Giannis played. Yeah, it looked uh, like a preseason game. Uh, yeah, game five, game six. And uh, I, I guess game five was it? Game five, the Giannis got hurt. Or was that game four? Game four, he got hurt, and game five was also no Trey Young. That was yeah. The- so game four is crazy. Giannis getting hurt, and then the Hawks blowing them out by uh, twenty points or whatever that was. Um, at that point, the series was kind of looking iffy for the Bucks, but they managed to pull it out without Giannis. Uh, Chris Milton played really great. Um, Brooke Lopez had a big game in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, PJ Tucker trash, but um, yeah. And then obviously in the Western Conference, like I said, the Suns. Uh, played really hot. They're looking good now. And then, as far as NHL goes, Tampa Bay swept the floor, or I guess gentleman sweep, right? Yeah, gentleman sweep. Uh, almost had that overtime game almost. four. I don't know if you ever bet for the if someone bet for a sweep for the Lightning, they were probably devastated that night. Uh, that's as close as it gets, right there. But yeah, back-to-back chips for... It's a Tom Brady effect, for sure. It is. It is. Everywhere it goes. Tom Brady effect. Uh, well, he was born, like, San Monaco or something. Mm-hmm. San Francisco area. Giant... Or not the Giants. Um, the 49ers won some titles. I believe UCLA men's basketball is winning titles. And then he goes to Michigan. You got the Red Wings winning titles. And obviously New England area. And now Tampa Bay is winning everything. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. It's tough. It's tough. You know, Lightning are kind of creating a dynasty there in the NHL. Pretty brutal because, you know, they're not a huge fan favorite of mine. Uh, Pat Maroon's a bum. They're also cheaters. Going over the salary cap, they finesse. Yeah, big facts. Um, But, yeah, update on NBA Finals. The Suns are up 2-0 as they go to Milwaukee tomorrow night. Uh, It's Sunday night, I believe, 7. Um... Giannis did it all in game two, but the Bucks were bums. And wink, wink. <laughs> that uh, that gives them a 
an 0-2 deficit they got to face with back in Milwaukee. I expect a good game there. Suns and four again. I think they'll still win in Milwaukee. I don't know, though. I don't know how I feel about the Suns and four guy becoming instant he, celebrity. He's so lame. Like, like, he was so cool when all that shit went down. This and thing, like, he got old to me. Bum. After, like, he's, like, selling autographed basketballs and shit. <laughs> Dude, like, he was sitting on nosebleeds and got in a fight with some fucking Nuggets fan. And, like, that's... Dude is a hero. Now is Jamal Murray's taking photos with him. Yeah, shit. he was like... Uh, and does he have to wear the same jersey every day now just so he gets recognized? <laughs> he better be. He's uh, a greaser. He is grease. No doubt. Um, another thing we missed out on were the Euros, which have been really fun to watch so far. Uh, Trent, I know you're a soccer fan, so uh, what were your kind of reactions on you know Belgium getting that early exit, France being bums? Yeah, France was kind of disappointing. I thought they were going to win it all. Obviously, they have a lot of talent. Pogba probably scored the goal of the tournament. With a, a righty just into the upper 90. Yeah. It's absolutely filthy. Is Pogba the only soccer player to wear a shooting sleeve? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I used to wear a shooting sleeve because I was like, I was kind of icy with it. But I played goalie, so like, he's just out you in the field. It Is it a long sleeve shirt? Or no, I wear a short sleeve, with, short a, sleeve? with a shooting okay. sleeve. Like the same elite shooting sleeve I've been yeah. wearing since like elite freshman shooting, year. Yeah. It looked kind of cold in 7 on 7, so... That was your swag. But yeah, uh, I was really disappointed in Belgium. I thought, you know, they're golden generation. They're starting running out of time. They're starting to age a bit. Uh, they struggled with some injuries with De Bruyne and Hazard. Uh, also, in Hazard's a bum. I didn't know he had a brother that also played on the team. He scored he, a pretty nice goal, too. Yeah, he's becoming better than him. Real Madrid is definitely regretting their, uh, their transfer for Hazard. He sucks. Um... That's, but yeah, we got Italy and England tomorrow. That'd be a really good game. England's been a ton of fun to watch. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of iffy that they've had six of their seven games be basically at home. Yeah. So it's a pretty big advantage. Um, but you know the crowds are lit, so good for them. And then Italy's been a really good team to watch. They've been dominant since I think they've done a thirty-three unbeaten, thirty-two game now. unbeaten yep. streak since uh, their World Cup. I think uh, that continues on, on Sunday, too. Yeah. It's not coming home. It's wink, not wink. coming home. Not coming home. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, we had the big NIL college football case, or not just college football, college sports in general. Uh, college players can get their sponsorship deals. Give me uh, that TA's money. TA's very own Bo Nix, as soon as 12 o'clock hit, <laughs> he posted that. Like, Sweet tea ad. Twelve oh one. He's sponsored by Milo's Sweet Tea. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah, literally the the day it went into effect, July first, twelve oh one. Like four different Auburn players that already. I'm not a big fan of Milo's. Stuff. Like the, it looks like it should be good, some good sweet tea, but honestly, it doesn't it doesn't. So hit they like can't do shit. like alcohol or like uh, like gambling or anything like that. I don't. I don't know if that's this allowed. They probably have to be over twenty one. I heard. I heard. No, I heard it was like you can't. They can't have any alcohol sponsorships. Yeah. Or like um, that makes sense. Like gambling, like DraftKings or some shit. Hmm. Yeah, because <clears throat> I, I see gambling because you're literally in sport. Um, alcohol, I, I guess. But now they sell alcohol at games, so it's a kids show. We yeah. should. We should snag a sponsor. Just start paying some athlete to be our sponsor. For <laughs> we should sponsor. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, we don't have the budget for right now, so but we're, we're coming up. We're taking fan donations <laughs> at Six Pack Sports Talks of Venmo if y'all want to slide some, uh, slide some bread. No, just send it to my, pers- my personal one. Other news, uh, we had the match between Aaron Rodgers 
Bryson DeChambeau versus <laughs> Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Uh, that was good TV for a bit. Kind of cringy sometimes. Definitely cringy. Um, yeah, Phil. But, Phil's kind of cringe. Yeah, he is. Dude, I think Phil's the best one out of all of them. I think. Aaron He's entertaining too, for sure. Like, uh, I don't know. They're, they're like not like TV personalities, but Phil. Phil like likes to throw some shit around. Um, but Bryson won that, right? Bryson and Aaron. Yep. Yeah. I fucking hate Bryson, like, with everything in me. Did you uh, see the shirt he was wearing? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. It had a bunch of, like, plus and minuses. Oh, yeah, the, it was like, PlayStation oh, controller. Yeah. He's, he's a Puma guy, right? Yeah, uh-huh. he wears that fucking, like, Peaky Blinders bullshit hat. Yeah, yeah why does he do that? <laughs> like, it makes me think he's not from America. Dude, but he's, he's like... such a nerd. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, I thought it was cool how they are kind of mic'd up the whole time. and Dope-ass course. Yeah, really. Somewhere like Utah or something. Big Sky Montana. Yep. Montana. Uh, (laughs) Last thing in the newswire was uh, the Tokyo or Tokyo announced that they're in a state of emergency, so there will be no fans. Yeah. At the Olympic Games, despite the year delay, to kind of avoid that. Absolutely, botting us. Um. Yeah. That. What What was y'all's reaction to that? I mean, there was some fans in like the in some of the. I guess they didn't have all the trials, and they're not having them in Japan, are they? Trials go like, like you do your own country, your own trials. I mean, obviously that's a letdown for all the fans out there, especially in Japan. You know they're excited to host that, um, and you know you don't get to host the Olympics every, every so often. So it's tough for the fans. Hopefully the competition will still be there. It's also tough for the uh, Shikara Jackson. Is that her name? Shikara Richardson. Shikara Richardson. Yeah. yeah, just getting. Yeah, that was that was unfortunate. For, for smoking some dough, but I, I'm I'm just confused on how that enhances performance. It's definitely not a definitely performance is. enhancer, but like, also you just worked your whole life to be in the Olympics, and then you do something stupid like that. Like, especially you know you're getting drug tested. And a yeah, but in a prime driven sport where your prime is so short, such as like short distance like speed racing. That, that's kind of brutal because you don't know if she'll be in that form uh, yeah. in four years. Yeah. She's pretty young, though. She's like... Yeah. She, just, she yeah. just graduated from LSU. Yeah. I got to actually watch her a couple times at some meets. Yeah. SC meets. Did she win? Did she fast as fuck? Yeah, she, is, she did win. Yeah. Her, her and, and she's uh, like a hometown girl. She's from DFW. Yeah, she is. D-town. Shout out Dallas. Um, also, got to see uh, Grant Holloway, I think, from Florida, the hurdler. He's, he's a beast. I think he's going to win some medals in uh, Tokyo this summer. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much what we ought to catch up on. Um, we've gone through. I've already gone through the first line in Kugel. I think we're going towards trivia. Yeah, these line in Kugels though, they're fire. Uh, little summer shandy action. They are a uh, just a wise beer with natural lemonade flavor. Yep. Um, I'm all about the fruity citrus flavors, so I'm definitely, you're fruity. definitely a big fan. Yeah, big fruity guy over here. So to me, it's a perfect summer beer because um, I'm not a huge fan of like the super flavored stuff like Dor is, but I'm also not a huge fan of like just straight barley and wheat beer like you know what is. So this is a good mix for me. So I'm I'm a big fan. This might be my top mm. for our uh, shows that we've done so far. Wow, that's huge. Not the cider. That's huge. Uh, no, cider, cider, uh, it's close, but I'd have to put cider at 17th right now. <laughs> out of the 17. Um, Definitely Rars and Stones and False Idol were tied for me, number one. Shout out. 
Big shout out to those guys. Hope hope to have them. Um, some more promo beers here. Who do uh, I get the false idols from? Uh, false idol brewing. Is that in DFW? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty gas. Or just one of some cold calls. Some fire cans. It was good stuff. All right. Um, so for trivia today, <laughs> we got the team WAD, which will be WAD and TA. WAD sitting at that four and four record. Yeah. Are you, you want to know or what's your record? I can't, did me and Wad win last time? No. I think I won that episode. That was the one where we missed the FIFA cover. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, so TA officially Some has the worst NBA winning percentage. <laughs> or tied for the worst, I, think I guess. I the FIFA one was with Emilio, but... I also have the last Zoom episode when TA... Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Dor is hoping to get a win. He's sitting at a bummy three and five. But here we go. It's going to be Olympic themed, by the way. These are all... Fuck. Olympic yeah. questions. Jesse Owens. All right. Are you y'all ready? Well, I mean, we're so fucked. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't have pen and paper, so y'all can just write on your phones or whatever. As long as you don't look it up, you know. It's all that matters. So, the first question will be multiple choice. It is, an Olympic gold medal is mostly made of what metal? A, nickel, B, gold, or three, silver? A, B, 3? I think A, B, 3? Yeah, that's a Ricky moment. A, B, C. C, silver. I have our answer. So the first... The first You're not going to talk to you about it? You I trust you. Yeah, no, Verbally I, I talk to him in front of me, yes. Yeah. All right, Dory, you ready? What was it? Gold, nickel, and silver? Yeah, gold, nickel, and silver. Which one of those right. primarily consists A, of B, the gold medal? I mean, yeah, I guess I got to answer. All right, let's go with Vlad first since he had it. We have nickel. Nickel? Okay. Okay, well, I also, I also had nickel. All right, well, y'all guys are both wrong. It is silver. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Kind of a trick question. I don't know why. I yeah, I, hey, I like the multiple choice, though. Keep that up. Yeah, that for sure. Fuck. Um, I, thought I thought that was a lot. I didn't... Since they're all Olympic-themed, I don't know if we should do doubles. I mean, are y'all interested in that? Um, nah. Yeah. Um, Send it. Yeah, so, yeah, four more to go. Yes, yes, yes. Second question. Which color is not on the Olympic rings? A, black, B, green, C, yellow, or D, orange. On the Olympic ring logo, what color is not there? Well, I like oh, this might be a trick oh. question. Black, green, yellow, or orange? Uh, it's the second one. Okay. It's not on there. I thought that's what I thought. It is, I, I, really I got this wrong originally when I... I mean, I got Dude, the first one wrong picture, too originally. I picture three of them. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. I, mean, I feel like it comes down to two because... Wait, you said the Olympic rings? Yeah. Yeah, like the five rings. The five ring logo. So All right. three of those are a color and the ones Three not? of those are, yeah. Okay, I think this is right. All right. Dor, you'll go first this time. No, I, I change it. Well, I, I changed, I changed my last second. I'm saying black. You're saying black Fuck. is not on the Olympic? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what we just changed to was black. Okay. But we had orange originally. Well, so it is... Originally. Black, is, black is on the logo. Is, it is white orange. Too? Fuck. It is uh, black, I mean, green, yellow, orange, and red. Technically, I had, I had orange typed out when Dora answered, so God. I didn't really have it locked in yet. Well, I, I changed mine from orange, so should I get that point? Right, so no. it's one one? Wait, well, I'm going to have to look up what the rings look like. Dude, I did not think the black was on there. Black's the middle ring. Oh, yeah. Red, yellow, black, green, red. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Damn. Pretty brutal, um, but should get better from here on out. 
Third question. Which country did the USA men's basketball team infamously lose to in the gold medal game in 2004 in mm. basketball? Oh, boy. USA is constantly known for right, winning gold medals in the basketball best, tournament. But there's probably, yeah. probably not. Um, but, yeah. Do you all have y'all's answers in? I'm locked in. Yep. All right. Are you good with this? Yeah. All right. We have Spain. Spain? What's your answer, Dor? I also have Spain. Jeez, guys, come on. That's the only team that oh, Argentina. Argentina. Oh Argentina. My God. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say Argentina. Manu Ginobili, uh, Luis Scola. Golly. We're Did getting we, bodied. Are we? Is it 0-0? Zero, zero? Yes. Yeah. We have, we have the same answers for every question. Hopefully you have like 20 questions. So. Fun fact, I didn't know this. Manu's name is actually Emmanuel. Oh, Emmanuel, yeah, that does. Um, Carlos Delfino, big shout out. Uh, we might have a Carlos Delfino as a guest on the show. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, USA was upset. Uh, pretty bad loss for them, but they got it back in the past three years. So, oh for three so far. Uh, next questions? question. How many questions we got? Five. Oh lordy! All right, hopefully we get one of them. Oh lordy! All right. Name the last three host cities for the Summer Olympics. Frick. What? For the Summer Games. Think what? 2008, 2012, and 2016. Oh. Whoever gets the most oh right, we'll, we'll get the point. Yeah, I'm, not too, I'm not too hot on my Olympics. Um. Uh, that's why we're having trivia right now to get ourselves warmed up. <laughs> um. Ooh. We got this Give me some time on this. Let me, let me hear those multiple choice answers. There's no multiple choice on this. What? All right. Um, but yeah, there. To give a hint, there are all three in different mm-hmm. continents. Chill. Okay, I, I got mine. Um, but all um, three of them? Yes. Oh wait. At least my answers. I mean, that one's easy. I should get at least two. I think. I know two. Unless it's like too long. I mean, I, I, so I could be. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Where it was Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt going off. 2012 was yeah. the really good basketball team. I mean, the city or the country? City. Because, I mean, there's all big cities. Dude, so. mine are definitely wrong. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh my. I got one, I, I think. <laughs> I could be getting mixed up with Winter Olympics, though. Winter Olympics are much harder. Those are smaller cities. Yeah, yeah, those are, yeah. Like, Winter Olympics in the past have been, like, Pyeongchang, Sochi. Where? And, uh... I mean, I'm Vancouver just gonna, or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, y'all got five seconds left on this. I think that was a lot longer. All right, so. I got him. Got him. Let's go. No, I think that might be right. Okay, dude, that's a long time ago. It's like yeah, yeah, 2008. Years. Was, yeah, like 14, 14 years, 13 years. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. All right, I'm ready. Dory, you ready? All right. Who went first last time? That y'all did. So did Dory yeah. first. All right. I said Sydney, Beijing, and London. Okay. I know Fuck, probably two of those are wrong. I have Rio de Janeiro, London, and Beijing. Alright, it Wad Wad's team is correct. He got all, all three, three right. Game. Sydney, let's go. Sydney, uh, that sounded right though. Sydney yeah. was two thousand. Yeah, the year two thousand. Wait, what, what were the three right answers? Two thousand eight Beijing, twenty twelve London, and twenty sixteen Rio. Okay, yeah, I thought you got two right. And then so, yeah. what did you say? Sydney was two thousand, and wasn't Atlanta in ninety six? Atlanta was ninety six. Yeah, two thousand four was Athens. Was way too long ago. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't want to keep going, but 
Yeah, so we got a point on the board finally. Let's go. Uh, it's a big lead. This is, this is a good question right here. Uh, this is multiple choice. Which of these sports are being introduced in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics? A, three-on-three basketball, oh, B, MMA fighting, or C, dodgeball? Which of, Dodgeball which would of be so lit, too. One, one of these is making its debut. Okay. Officially. I'm pretty sure I saw something about this. I hope I might. I'm, I'm hoping I'm not tripping, but I saw I saw something about something on that. All right, that. I got it. Yes. Do you do you want to do another one of the other Can ones? Can you read off the choices again? Yes. A three on three basketball. B MMA fighting. And C dodgeball. Fuck, dude. It could be. <laughs> I I will be excited to watch this. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It could be. I, I feel like I saw something on Instagram the other day about my first one, but we'll go with that. Okay. Alright, let's go away. We, we want MMA. You go MMA? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, can I use my double and I said dodgeball? Is it dodgeball? <laughs> it's not. It's three on three basketball. Oh my oh, god! That was right! Dude, I, I saw like, two different countries <laughs> three, playing each other on Instagram. Like, so it's like three half three court, three on three? Yeah. yeah, half court. It's sort of like the big three league. It looks pretty dope. Is it a, a smaller half court or normal size? It's normal size half court. So who's is Do we got like, NBA players playing? Or no, there's no NBA players. Like the most well-known players, like Robert Hummels for the USA, and they didn't even qualify. What? Why wouldn't they use NBA players? Because I think they're, they're all on the actual basketball. Team. I mean, like, there's got to be I some. The NBA yeah, there's got to be some better NBA players yeah, that, that like true. didn't make that team. I think the NBA said no players can be on that. Damn, that is going to be pretty cool to watch, though. Yeah. It will be fun. To yeah, watch. I saw something. I saw like a exhibition match or something. Exhibition. Like. They do. They do need a dodgeball for sure. Yeah, Dude, dodgeball I, would be. When Dor said that, I was like, "Fuck, is it? That'd be dope, actually." Yeah. yeah. They uh, should also make kickball. Like, imagine the fucking <laughs> boots that would come out of kickball. That would be so lit. Some like grown ass like athletes like playing. Dude, kickball. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of kickball. I think it's too political sometimes. <laughs> There's so many like that's a last pick attitude right there. There's so many. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I've been in a lot of you know intramural kickball leagues or you know kickball tournaments or whatever, and I feel like rules change a lot. And you know, pegs would have to be allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then some people will get mad if you hit a head. Like you grab me. I mean, this is a grown man sport. Like yeah, we're not yeah. talking about so, some yeah. kitty sport. This but, is fucking kickball. Uh, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> MMA fighting could work. I don't know how you do that in a two week Olympics. Yeah, that'd be so. Like, big. You can't you fight like, every time. Day. Oh, like, that is true. Fight like every other day. Yeah, that, would that suck. is true. I think. Uh, I think your career would. Your life would end. Actually, yeah, that was a month. dumb guess. Honestly. Just like just make everybody fight whoever lives the longest for their country. <laughs> I mean, they do have boxing though, right? Like, how does that work out? They do. Boxing is uh, a lot less like box, but they have a lot more protective gear for boxing. I, don't they? Don't they use headgear for boxing? Yeah, they do, and it's less knockouts. It's more like just, just punches, punches landed yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, um, all right, that's a dub, right? Or is there more? That is a dub. It's yeah, a one zip, one zero dub on the board. There Dude, you go. That was, <clears throat> that was bad. fucking horrible. That was bad. Yeah, that was bad. I should have got those first two. That was that was indeed rough, um, but no worries. We're we're feeling a lot better about the Olympics now. Um, that was fun though. The dub's a dub. Yeah, those were yeah, good. good I, questions, I was thinking Dick. they were gonna be like, who won in 1950 in the fucking 100 meter dash? <laughs> no, I don't do stuff like that. Is uh is Usain Bolt running or is he like out of the game? No way, right? Isn't he like 30s? He, uh, I don't know. Dory, you're three and six now, my guy. <laughs> That's a. Uh... Oof. <sighs> At least you have blocks going for you. I'll hit the lib. 
But uh, yeah, I don't know if Usain's bolt is. Uh, I think our guys, our intern Seth, can look that up for us. Uh, while we move on to beer number three, which is where we have moved our bum and beast of the week. Um, does anyone like to go first for this? And also, before we start on this, we also are going to have some fun stuff coming up for uh, fantasy football. You know, we'll do a lot of talking about that, a lot of rankings, a lot of pre-draft, uh, everything you need to know. Um, everyone here sitting in this room is big on fantasy football, and so we'll, we'll have a lot of stuff to do with that. Um, no doubt. Yeah, so Roman well, Beast. Uh, well, first got to... Last year, actually, or not last year, last episode. Oh yes, we. So who was it sponsored by? Nick is sponsoring the bum of the week. Yes, I am the bum of the week. I Thank went you, four four. Appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. And Dora will be sponsoring the beast of the week. Yours truly. Um, I think he went four and one. I went four and two. Nick went four and four. Yeah, I think we need to start. You know, maybe, you know, all doing the same lock, amount yeah, of locks soon should. because. You going four and two, and Dora going four and one. Should we just call the Beast of the Week trophy like the Kane and Dorsey trophy, or? Uh, that? no, that, that's two weeks ago. What do you? I don't mean? think that'll get approved I mean, by the <laughs> our three person committee, but you can no. go for that if you want. I'll push it. I'll push uh, it. It's gonna be tough to get majority there. Uh, being. Oh, uh, we also got to catch. Are we doing tornado chugs? Yes, because we do not have oh, no cans. God. Yeah. We don't have cans this episode. So Dora's owed one for the magic word from mm-hmm. last week. Yep, yep. Because yeah. it was said throughout the show, but he. We didn't make it. He didn't make it to like halfway through because he forgot. Absolutely, said multiple times. Um, so it's doors for the magic word. And then I got one. I think for I lost trivia. Or did I do that? Oh, and door lost trivia, so he has two actually. Oh, door lost trivia. Just now, yeah. Just now, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we got two for door and one for me. Okay. Two. Yeah. Via Tornez. we'll do that at halftime um, as we go. But let's go down to bum and beast of the week. Okay. Um, um, so bomb of the week. Presented by Nick Gearbrays. Um, my bum of the week is actually myself. It's presented by Nick, but I'm my own bum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because um, for my fantasy baseball team, um, Acuna like blew up his knee. Oh my! Um, I don't. I don't really know what happened to him. But he had to get carted off the field. He's my only good player. I was kind of on a good streak. Um, <laughs> Like fighting my way back into like eighth place, um, but yeah, so I'm pretty much I'm just bodied now. Um, do, does anybody know what actually happened to him? Like injury? Uh, I think he's still going through tests right now, but hopefully yeah. he's all right. He's yeah, a, hopefully no structural damage. He's a bright young star. He's really fun to watch. Probably the most fun player to watch right now. Um, you know, outside of maybe Tatis, but yeah, Cooney's beast and Otani. Otani, yes, as well. He also has more drip than anybody in the league. Otani? No, uh, Acuna. Yeah, he yeah, walks he around banging chains, like like $100,000 chains in yeah. the baseball game. I, so, I am a fan of Tatis and uh, Acuna swag, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. They're both pretty swaggy. Uh, so, bum of the week is you? Me, for owning him. I mean, I'm happy. I'm proud well, of owner, but it just yeah. sucks. I'll go next year. Um, I would say me too, because fantasy baseball started off 5-0. and I'm 4-4 four and four ever since. My lo- lot of you pitchers. You like one of the most points scored. Yeah, but a lot of pitchers are on the injured reserve. You know, Bieber, John Means, uh, Tyler Glass now out for the year. Brutal. Um, but my bum of the week is a group. It is the entire Padres pitching staff um, for the past week. Uh, between Darvish, Chris Paddock, Blake Snell, and Joe Musgrove, they combined for 20 innings pitched and 23 earned runs. 
true. That is good for a 10-35 ERA. Oh, my God. So, you know, a Padres staff that is no doubt one of the best in the league. They were very bummy this week, giving up a lot of runs. Um, so, yeah, the, especially Blake Snell. I really I really put Blake Snell up there for my bum of the week. He's on my fantasy team as well, and he's been awful. Uh, my bum of the week is going to uh, courtesy of Nick. Thank you. Thanks again, Nick, mm-hmm. for that. Um, be looking forward to that next week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to be Kyle Kuzma. Uh, he was in an interview this past <laughs> week. He's not even playing. He's still bum. Yeah, he's still a bum. Um, he, yeah, he is. In a recent interview, he just stated that uh, he certainly thinks that he is a 25-plus point caliber player with an all-star ceiling, which, uh, you know, not in this world, Kyle. Like, no, I'm sorry, bud, but like, you're a scrub. No, no, he is a 25 point player with the Shanghai Sharks. Yeah, no, I think that's what he's referring to. Him, him and Ben okay. Simmons are going to yeah, be rocking. Ben Simmons, KP. My mistake. Rudy Gobert. Well, I take that back then. He's not my bum of the week. He might be my beast of the week. But yeah, look forward for <laughs> Kyle Kuzma being in the Shanghai Sharks uniform next year. <laughs> my bum of the week is uh, Leo Messi. And the, I actually picked him to be my bum before they just won the uh, Copa, so congrats to him. But before that, he was 0-9 in tourneys with Argentina. Hasn't won a big one yet, or I guess until tonight. But he also has no goals or assists in any of the 10 final games. So he is literally not doing what he is known to do, produce on the offensive side. So uh, thank you, Nick, for providing me my bum of the week. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, T.A. Glad you could uh, participate. Uh, beast of the week, Mr. Wad. Um, my beast of the week is... Oh, yeah, sorry, presented by yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my beast of this week is John Rahm. I've been talk- I've been hitting him um, probably you before, been before, before been last a, you've week. You've been a John Rahm team. I have been. Um, I'm trying, I've been trying to ride his win after the baby. Trying to ride. It finally came like a month later after the baby was born. Um, it was his first um, U.S. Our first major win at the U.S. Open. Um, one uh, one stroke victory over Ustazen. Um But yeah, I am a, I am a John Rahm stand, and I've been saying like babies produce wins. It just took him a little longer, but I'm sure he'd rather have the U.S. Open than some random weekly tournament. So yeah, he's my beast. Good job, John Rahm. My beast of the week will be uh, Chris Paul. Big beast of the week because he's leading. He's currently leading a uh, oh beast of the week sponsored by Door. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, got to get that quota in there. He's leading a, an experienced, inexperienced Suns team uh, that did not make the playoffs for the past ten years, and they currently have a two zero lead in the finals. They've dominated every series they've been in. And, you know, they were a team that struggled a lot in close games the past couple of years, and Chris Paul has been that closer that they needed. And he's totally made a big difference on the team, not only, like, on the court with his play, but also, you know, in the locker room being a leader for those guys. And, you know, with stuff that Devin Booker and the other teammates are saying about him, uh, DeAndre Aiden as well saying he changed his career. You know, he's really shaped that team to be, um, you know, a championship team this year. So, Is this his best chance to get a um, championship? Yeah, by far. Uh, he has never been in the finals never before. Been? Oh. Yeah. If if the Lakers are healthy, do y'all think they make it to the finals? Hundred percent. Nah, fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, but fuck them. <laughs> We're not. I don't feel bad for them in any way. This this was an injury prone year for every team. Uh, yeah. Piggyback off of Nick. Beast of the week. Brought to you by myself, of course. 
Um, of course. Chris Paul. Uh, Nick already said it, but um, he tore it up in game one, 32 and 9. And then game two, he had 23 and 8 again. Um, just playing really good, really efficient, getting all the players involved. And he does such a good job of drawing fouls and um, just keeping the momentum of the game in their favor. Uh, he, I think this is the year he finally gets his ring. It certainly looks like it will be. So, kind of feel bad for Giannis. It seems like he's out there trying to do it all for the Bucks, and um, you know some of his players are really struggling. Drew Holiday was next up in my bum of the week just because he shot over. He's first two games he shot below thirty percent, and he's just not providing uh, the defense that they need on Booker and uh, Chris Paul. Which I mean, obviously that's going to be hard to do. But uh, Chris Paul, bump, uh, my beast of the week, brought to you by myself once again. Sorry for the fourth time. But, um, yeah, T.A., who you got? Uh, my, be- blah, blah, blah. my beast of the week is uh, Mike Madonna. Jeez. Ooh. Mike Madonna, ex-Stars player. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is out that's of fucking cutty. nowhere. But he in the celebrity golf tournament that's going on this weekend, he had the first ever double eagle in the history of the tournament. Holy shit, so, really? Yeah, he, uh, he holed out. How old um, is this tournament? I mean, I feel like it's a pretty popular tournament. Like, there's a lot of big names. Tony Romo, Steph, Charles Barkley. I mean, like, how long has it ran? You said first eagle. Um, I'll do some research. But, uh, yeah, he's my beast of the week. Hold out on his second shot on a par five. Dude, that's, like, so, more uh, rare than just a regular damn. hole-in-one. I mean, yeah. knew he was a golfer, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hockey players are usually pretty good, I guess. And probably baseball players. But they know how to swing a stick. Like, they can transition. But yeah, that's pretty dope. Actually, I didn't know that. Where did, where was this playing being played? The celebrity golf tournament? I don't know. No clue. Full uh, Seth Seth will get that for us. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's uh, that's our bums and beasts of the week. Uh, real quickly, we'll go over, you know, our teaser for our fantasy, you know, rundown that we'll have later in coming weeks. Um, we'll start off with one fantasy sleeper to look out for, you know, as you're starting to plan your draft and getting your draft boards ready. Uh, I'll lead off here. I think it is. Um, I think it's quarterback for the Giants, uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, he was Matthew Barry's like number one guy, whatever segment he usually has each year. Last season, but uh, the Giants were pretty injury riddled. Uh, Barkley towards ACL week two. Uh, offensive line struggled. Daniel Jones only had like eleven passing touchdowns for the entire season, so he was a complete bum. Um, but this year, he has a healthy Saquon Barkley. Uh, free agent signed Kenny Galladay. They got Shepard, Darius Slayton. Uh, they drafted Kadarius Tony with their first round pick, and they also have Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph. Um, as long as their offensive line is decent, they should, you know, they have plenty of weapons to work with. Um, and also Daniel Jones is a guy that can run the ball as well. I think he has the potential to put up. Well, until he trips. Himself. I was about to say until yeah. he trips over himself. <laughs> in the open field. Yeah, stuff like that. Like if he doesn't trip, that's an extra eight fantasy points. Like stuff like that True. is what he's missed out on. He's I think bridge the gap this year. I think he's on the cusp. Yes, exactly. Uh, I think he's on the cusp of being a fantasy star, similar to like a Justin Herbert last year. Um, he can put up big numbers. So that's my guy. Nice. Um, okay, mine is going to be a tight end. I'm going to do T.J. Hawkinson, um, new quarterback. Um, with Jared Goff this year, it could be interesting. It could spice some things up. Also, it's been kind of essential to have a um, a good like top five tight end recently with how much like Kittle and yeah. Kelsey produce, um, and probably Kyle Pitts. Um, so it's kind of a important to have one of those top five six um, tight ends. I think Hawkinson falls in that category, and uh, maybe he's gonna 
Jared Goff loves his tight ends too. Yeah, That's he's gonna pick. have some um, some spice there. So yeah, I'll take him as my sleeper. Tight end, you. My sleeper is gonna be Mike Davis, running back for the Atlanta Hawks, Falcons. Uh, both <laughs> birds, close enough. Um, with Todd Gurley not really being on a team right now, he's their clear running back one. So I think he'll uh, he'll produce a lot. Hopefully they run the ball a lot, but probably not. Since they fucking suck, they'll be throwing a lot <laughs> from behind. So uh, I still think we'll have a good year, though. So we'll see. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Mike Davis is a good pick here for a sleeper. Um, he's one of the three I had listed. Uh, he's He filled him nicely for Christian McCaffrey when he went out last year, and he is a, he is a running back that can uh, catch out of the backfield and get you some yards after catch. Um, he gives me Doug Martin vibes with the muscle hamster. He does. He's a little. Yeah. He's, he's a little. He's a little stocky. guy. Yeah. He's, a, he's a little thick boy. Eddie yeah. Lacy, little munchkin out there. Not that thick. <laughs> uh, for my main sleeper though, I got Najee Harris. I think he'll be a good uh, plug and play running back for the Steelers. I think he fits their style of play great. Um, uh, um, Blake right now. James Conner, obviously, he's with the Cardinals now. But uh, last year he really struggled. Um, the Steelers O line's been. Been pretty decent in the years past. They lost uh, uh, De Castro, but um, I think they replaced him with. Uh, they replaced him well, and I think Najee Harris will be good. So he's my sleeper. I think typically, it's good to have a Steelers running back. They always seem to like. They do always have a good line. Um, their running backs were terribly slow last year. I think Najee's a four-four guy, so they should actually have some yeah. speed. Bigger body, they're definitely the type of guy that they'll throw in there in the goal line. Yeah, because they had like TVs. last year they had James Conner, Benny Snell, like those guys are those guys run like four nines probably. Yeah, real slow. Um, you mentioned Todd Gurley, TA. I want to shout out Wad uh, for trading with me. Uh, I sent him Todd Gurley after like week nine, and I think he combined for like ten points. Uh, mm-hmm. Then on got David Montgomery, dude went off for me in the playoffs, helped me get that title. So just want to shout out Wad there. <laughs> uh, one one of my <laughs> other sleepers was uh, Jonathan Taylor though he's. He really came on late last year, had over 1,100 yards. In his last game against the Jags, he had over 250 yards and two TDs. So I think they'll really feed him the ball and get him involved. Um, he looked really good. So uh, another sleeper on the board for you. Let's talk about our keepers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to do it for the first half of the show. We'll take a quick break, and we will be right back for 4, 5, and 6. We are back for beer number 4. Go ahead and twist, twist him. Twist them or crack the twist? We're all twist here. Uh, shout out Lonnie Kugel. Mm-hmm. Enjoying it. Uh, we just had a, uh, a tornado. Uh, what do you call it? Tornado chug? Yeah, I think that's probably what it's called. The appropriate name for that. Uh, it's quite entertaining. It was brutal. I didn't realize he had a. Trying not to be sus. You have to open <laughs> your throat. This. It was more sus than I did. I didn't know you had to open your throat as you spin. Oh, and so it just went straight oh, out my nose. Like that, okay. Yeah, pause. Story, you're to Gobble that glizzy. Um, yeah, but that was that was rough. Yeah, you'll see that soon. But for you, Paige, we got uh, we got some today stuff going on. Uh, leading off is the whole Aaron Rodgers deal um, and the fact that he's still not committed to the Packers. What uh, what do you th- what's your prediction on that? Um, I think both sides are being super stubborn, mainly from the Packers side because Aaron Rodgers just won the MVP last year. So, um, 
He's he's been argue probably obviously the best player in Packers history. He has insane stats. I mean, you might say Brett Favre's up there, but he also has like two hundred more interceptions than Aaron Rodgers does. Um, so yeah, I think the Packers are kind of effing up here. I think they just need to pay the guy, get that contract okay, get him in there. I think he still has three, four more years of good football. If you're looking at Brady. Especially considering, like I said, he won the MVP last year. So um, I'm hoping they come to a agreement between the sides. Um, but at the same time, I'd also love for Aaron to be playing on a different team if he if he could get traded somehow to the Broncos or uh, I don't know some other deal to the Raiders or something. I think Broncos um, is a big claim. Broncos would be to me the biggest fit, best fit. Yeah, I agree, best fit. But um. Don't yeah, we always I, play the Packers anyway, first round? Like Cowboys playoffs? Yeah. Seems like it. I mean, so that would be good if he dipped out of there. But yeah, basically... I, like always, I don't think they'd be always. there if Rodgers is, is out of there. Yeah, um, that's true. Jordan I, Love. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers will be starting week one. I'll be really disappointed if he sits out this year or anything like that, but that's all I got. Yeah, I mean... Pretty much agree with everything Dor said. I yeah, I'd like to see him go to Denver. I guess. I think yeah, I think we're on the same boat. Um, I think he ends up staying. I don't see Green Bay dealing him, but uh, fresh off an of MVP season, and he's still not really being prioritized by the franchise. You know, last year they drafted Jordan Love when Rodgers clearly clearly still had some years under him. It's kind of questionable, and also not getting a first round. Like, I don't think anyone they've ever had a first round receiver or first round skill player. Uh, on the offensive side. So, uh, Rodgers has made the most of his targets. Obviously, Devontae Adams has become a beast. Um, I think he was a third-round guy out of Fresno, Fresno State. And uh, But, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what happens there. I think he ultimately stays at Green Bay, but if not, definitely like Denver there. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got our NBA Finals predictions. Is it Suns and four? Like our- I'm going to go ahead and ride it. We might as well take one rider. Um Actually, no, because one of my locks are them losing tomorrow. So, no, no. <laughs> so yeah. let's say four and one. Gentlemen's sweep. Yeah. They take care of it in Phoenix, game five. Yeah, I like that. Uh, originally, I thought the Bucks, Bucks really had a chance in this series, but the Suns have looked absolutely dominant. Um, I'm going to have to agree, though. Suns in, Suns in five. I think the Bucks will squeeze one out at, in Milwaukee. Squeeze one out? All right. I think uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say Suns in six. Um <laughs> I also I want to refrain back on. Uh, I think we use gentleman sweep wrong. I think gentleman sweep only rec- like pertains to if you're up three zero and then you lose game four and then you win game five. I don't think you can just win five. Oh, so well, that doesn't sound right either. What you mean? The, I don't know. I mean, it, it's like a little just to make you feel better. Like, like you're, you're up three zero. You don't sweep. And we'll give you that, that's where we'll I, I think you, yeah. gentleman sweep pertains to. But if you like win game one, two, or th- Three, then I don't think it's a gentleman sweep because you were competitive at one point in the series. But I don't know; that could be up for debate later on. Um, yeah, so that's what we have for NBA. Um, I think we all got Suns here. Lastly, or not lastly, but Euro final predictions for tomorrow: big game, Italy and England in Wimbledon again. It's coming home, right? It's not coming home. It's coming home. It's not. It's, it's it's coming home. It's coming home. I hate to say it, but I think it is. <laughs> All right, we'll check back on that tomorrow. I think Italy's going to body. Yeah, uh, that, that'll that be in our locks later on for sure. Next up, we got Home Run Derby. 
uh, predictions. Do you, any of y'all have a favorite? Uh, Shohei Tani's on there. Uh, I don't know if Acuna was in it, but... He's definitely not anymore. News just broke uh, to us that Acuna is out for the year with a torn ACL. Pretty brutal. Brutal. Not for a guy with such talent at a young age. Um, but ho- hopefully he gets better and uh, he gets back next year in time. And so, But I think for the Home Run Derby, there's we've got Shohei Otani, Joey Gallo, uh, Juan Soto, and... Like Tatis, Trey Mancini, Trey Mancini. I don't think Tatis is in it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have the whole list here. Trevor Story, Matt Olson, Salvador Perez, uh, Peter Alonso, and then like like Nick said, Joey Gallo and Shohei Otani. Especially it being in Coors oh, Field, oh, yeah. I think that'll be one of the more entertaining homer derbies we'll see in a while. Uh, Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah they're gonna crank. They're gonna, the yeah, yeah. this is gonna be a good one. Wait, I, what? Was it? What did you say? It's in Coors Field. Okay. So, so higher altitude. You know that that ball travels there. Those balls are flying. Yep. So I I personally have Joey Gallo. He's he's kind of built for this. Like he's just he crushes balls. Like he's not a he's not someone that squeaks out home runs. He he's a Rangers, him. right? Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's a big power guy, and ever since the whole crackdown on the uh, known foreign subs no foreign substances, he's been dominating, uh, hitting like. 10 bombs in 10 games and his OPS is through the roof through that series I like that I like everything you just said I'll say Gallo as well (laughs) why not being a Texas guy obviously I want Gallo to win but the way Otani hits the ball with just such ease and he can hit them all over the zone he just cranks them out no matter where they are I think I mean when he's just getting big old meatballs down the middle I I mean it's hard for him not to hit home runs so He's obviously the favorite. Um, I think, yeah, me and Dora are looking at the odds. He is the first seed. Yeah, so I think it's going to be Otani. I don't know. He might be. I, I think Juan Soto might upset him first round. Juan Soto is a big power guy, too. With, and, I mean, it's hard to tell because these are all just soft meatballs in the middle. So it's a lot different than uh, in-game located pitch coming at you at 95, 900. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, they have the bracket set up. So, obviously, Otani's leading the majors in home runs. And uh, right now, Juan Soto has the least amount of home runs in the in the just the bracket of category players. So, like Nick said, Otani is going to face off against Juan Soto. Um, Juan Soto is kind of an underdog here, it's plus nine hundred. Um, but I'm going to ride with Pete Alonso. Um, he he won the uh, home run derby in 2019, or uh, yeah, 2019. So I think he's good chance he repeats. He knows the format. He knows um, how to crank those balls out. Those Type of pitches, so it'd be fun to watch. I think Trevor Story is also a guy to keep an eye on, just because he's playing his home, his home field advantage. I guess um, he's familiar with the stadium and everything. But um, I'm excited to see it. To be a good derby, no doubt. Uh, last, what we have for free page is McGregor versus Poirier round three uh, tonight. Uh, McGregor won the first bout, and then Poirier got him in the second. Both have been pretty quick fights, relatively. Um, but tonight is round three and probably the last we'll see of McGregor Poirier. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you guys have for that? Uh, I'm taking Poirier. I think he's one of my locks as well. Um, I love that guy, and I think uh, I don't know. I think Connor like needs to win, but I don't know if it's gonna happen. So, I'll take Poirier. Yeah, I'd love to see Poirier. Right? I mean, I'd really love to see Connor win. Just he's, he's excited. I think everyone loves watching his fights. Um, I think at this point, last fight, last couple fights he's had, he's looked 
not at his best. You can tell he's on the decline. So um, I think Poirier's hungrier at this point, um, and McGregor's just in it to uh, get a quick check. But um, I think Poirier's also going to take the dub. Yeah, I'm on the same page. Probably besides some celebrity fight, I think this might be the last fight we see from Connor, especially if he gets beat. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true, if possible. So he's definitely getting a little older, a little slower. Like Dor said, last couple fights he hasn't really looked up to form. Um, and I think all the shit he's been talking has kind of pissed Poirier off. Because, I mean, Connor's just a fucking character. Mm-hmm. He likes to do stupid shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go against you guys. I've got McGregor here just because um, he's definitely, when he was hungry and on the come up, he was you know one of the better fighters we've ever seen. Um, but I think before round two, he was all Mr. Nice Guy to Poirier. They were like shaking hands, taking pictures together, you know, being real gentlemen with each other. But, you know, McGregor's definitely got a be- better attitude. Not better, but different attitude um, this time around. He's... I don't know, he's, he just seems like he's got something in his eyes, like a fire in his eyes or whatever. I think he's going to have a lot of energy tonight. You know, I'm hoping for a good fight, but I think McGregor might win. And knowing how much he means the UFC, if it does come down to five rounds, I think judges might, you know, fair way to McGregor, personally, just because that's how fighting works. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, that That's what we have for, uh, for you, Paige. So we can move on to our questions here. Uh, our top question tonight will be top three rappers solely based on their rap name. Uh, this is this has nothing to do with uh, their actual talent, skills, or you know whatever the terminology is for you know the music industry. Um, I'll lead off here. Uh, at number three, I have Rich Homie Kwan. Just kind of a swaggy name. It's rich. Um, pretty. Um, Pretty cool. Uh, uh, I don't know. It just it rolls off the tongue. He's a rich homie. You can say it fast. Rich homie Quan. Yeah. And he's that he's that rich homie Quan. He's know? just stating that he's rich and he's a homie in his name. So it's absolutely. A, it's a cool guy. Yeah. Number two, uh, he's the third best Migo, but he has the first best name, which is Takeoff. Mm-hmm. Okay, that you got to definitely not the third. You got to stop Migo. the disrespect on on him. He's the best lyricist out of them For all. Sure, Takeoff. Yeah. I think that's debatable. But what's not debatable to me is that he has the best name. Uh, Don't take take t- off. Take off just seems like a it's just lit as fuck take for off. a rapper name. I'm so, like, and his ad libs are great. Like yeah. I love take off. But number one for me is gonna be Twenty One Savage, solely yeah, based off that's like that's a swaggy name. And if he just had a song where he's like Twenty One, Twenty One, I would listen to that shit. Like, dude, he could say that the whole song. I've That's never, like, what, what is, is like 21? I've never heard of it. Yeah, like 21 Savage. Do we know what the 21 is? I've never heard no of it. No clue. Uh, but my favorite picture of all time is or the picture with, number. Yeah. with... It's like 21 Savage, Zeke Elliott, and like Jalen Brown together. It's just a fucking random picture, but like... It's it's lit. So that that's my top three right there. Those are pretty good. Rich Homie Pawn is a good one. Um, mine, I'm still missing one. I'm going to have to think of it right at the end. But um, I have Lil Wayne being the like the OG of the Lils. Like, he kind of paved the way. True. Yeah. Um, and he, I, I don't know. Yeah, just like the OG, really, there's probably been 150 Lils since that. Um <laughs> My second one, I'm going to... Well, I don't know if I can do this, actually, so I'm not going to do that. 
Um, I'm gonna do two chains. Yes. Just self-explanatory, like you're blinging, two chains. Um, also a great ad lib, or a good uh, like intro to every song. What's cool about two chains? He changed his name halfway through his career. Y'all know that? Uh-huh. What, what did it used to be? One chain? Uh, it was it was Titty Boy. <laughs> Titty Boy. <laughs> Solo chain. That's also a clean name. So he he, he rebranded and it it didn't it worked out for him. Yeah, kind so. of well. Um. Okay, I'm gonna do. It's on the spot right here. Yeah, kind of like going through a couple. I think I'm gonna do Snoop Dogg. Okay, that's good. Um, a great name, but also he did have the whole like Snoop Lion phase. He's kind of like a brand in himself, just like, I don't know. I guess I'll go with Snoop. Alright, I went in a little bit of a different direction than <laughs> Nick and Wad. My um, my third place vote goes to Lil Toenail <laughs> out of West Palm Beach. Lil um, Toenail. I don't know, that's honestly just a horrible name I can't say I'm familiar with Little Toenail you're not gonna know a single song from any of these three I'm about to list (laughs) Um, (laughs) my second one is (laughs) Deep Throat Thug (laughs) 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 Um, is it it Thug with two G's yeah like I I mean I I haven't listened to him but I'm sure he has some bangers where did you find these Uh, I searched funniest rap names (laughs) and this is what came up don't worry about it bud and then my um, my number one is Shorty Shitstain. Oh my word! <laughs> That's, I mean, if you're trying to get popular, like you honestly suck ass at rapping. Like you might as well just make some shorty random shit name. Stain. Yo, you're trying to go to Shorty Shitstain? Is that shit a girl's thing? Shorty? I don't know. Shorty has some shit stain. Yeah, those are are good. Yeah, I should have went that route. So, yeah, TA definitely had some good names on there. I think him and I came across the same website uh, (laughs) because my first first cool rap name, I guess you could call it, is uh, he's a Houston rapper. He just surpassed 5,000 followers on SoundCloud, but it's Little Waterbed, so. Um, I guess you know, I saw him almost put him on. I guess he really put. Yeah, yeah, we definitely looked at the same website. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess he really fucks with waterbeds, or you know, trying those to, are comfy. Trying to get the word out for waterbeds or some shit. But, nah, uh, I can't sleep on those. Those are trippy. Uh, another guy, he's just swaggy in general. Um, walk a flock of flame. Yeah, oh, right. fuck, that's a thing. Uh, the flame at the Black. end too. Obviously, yeah, Black. he's got some good ad libs. He's. He's uh, not a bad-looking guy either, so no homo there, but... Uh, Chill, have y'all ever seen a Waka Flocka <laughs> Flame concert? <laughs> yeah, that was nice, that. honestly. <laughs> was have y'all ever been to a Waka Flocka Flame concert? He was supposed to come. Fun no. fact, me and Dora lived together <laughs> at North Point Crossing uh, our freshman year of college, and he had a concert there, like, at a, an apartment complex in College Station. And uh, <laughs> was actually... he... I think he apparently got quote-unquote too fucked up to perform so he just didn't yeah i sold my ticket for that and like the girl who i sold to like wanted her money back and i just kind of like you know, yeah blocked her one ghost <laughs> yeah wait was that the guy that was hiring somebody to roll blunts for him or was that chief keef i think that was i think that was chief keef oh. chief keef's a good name too yeah that was a good one. i don't sorry if i ruined your pick but yeah nah seriously. nah my last pick was uh boosie badass Oh yeah, it's, it's mainly like half the way he says it too, which is a little Louisiana accent, boozy bad. little boozy badass. Yeah, so um, you know, little boozy, boozy badass, whatever you want to call him. He's he's a badass. So um, 
Badass. I also want to make a note for a worst rapper name I got is Pooh Shiesty. I'm sorry, but like that's not a good name, dude. Like, what does is, that even mean? I don't know, but in, that, that's true. He just know, got locked up. A lot of me. better names. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a shooter. So I think he's he's, I, like he, he shot yeah, somebody. He's, he's still like he's like he's just he's some like armed robbery somebody. shit. I'm like, bro, like you're like a you rapper. have paper. Like, what are you, you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Like he always talks about like yeah. getting links and shit too. Like who did that? Uh, like, I guess everybody. Uh, YG Melly is that his name? YNW Melly. Yeah, he has some good ass songs for real. He does. He shot his homie. But he literally put on shot his homie and then made a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. He has some bangers though. Don't see. But there's probably a hundred other like ridiculous like rap names that we don't. There, know. I mean, yeah, you could just go through. I mean, they're some almost cloud. all ridiculous. I mean, Shout out Shit Shoddy, whatever it was. Yeah, bad. Shit Stain. That's a good one. Uh, well, make, well, shout well, out Shoddy Shit Stain. We'll try to get him on the yeah, show. Yeah, we should get a feature. You get like um, an open opening song. To, like, yeah, like, Shoddy Shit Stain song. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out. Uh, so next question, I'm pulling up. Um. I had it here somewhere, but we're going to start talking uh, NFL over-under, um, like wins, win totals, which is a little different this year because now there's 17 games rather than the traditional 16. And so we're going to start with the NFC East uh, in this series just because, you know, that's our hometown team and, you know, it's a good way to kick it off. So right now the Cowboys are sitting at a 9.5 for their win total. So we'll go around and say over, under, and maybe a quick reason why. Um, Do you have all the totals? For every team? Yeah. I just have the NFC East currently. Yeah, right yeah, now. that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Cowboys are sitting at 9.5. Over, under, Dora, we'll start with you. Um, I really like to take the over just because I want them to you know, go off next year. But I'm going to probably take the under. Um, I could see them winning eight, nine games. And still somehow making the playoffs over there in the NFC East because um, obviously it's one of the weaker divisions this year and has been in the past few years. But um, I'll, I'll probably take the over nine and a half games. Over I mean the under. The under. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, under. I'm. I think the Cowboys are going to get double digit wins easily. Maybe even get up to like the twelve win spot. Amen. Yeah. Um, Quit playing. I, th- I think it's a comeback season for Dak. Uh, obviously, he was having like record setting. Um, History before he, before his ankle got absolutely bodied, might just be might just be a cramp though. Um, <laughs> shout out Tony Romo, but yeah, I think the Cowboys, Dak, the offense is going to be unstoppable, and hopefully with Micah Parsons, our defense beefs up a little bit. Hopefully yeah. Trevon Diggs plays a little bit better. Um, don't have to get watch him get burned over the top like three times a game, but yeah, double digits. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm taking the over for sure. Um, yeah, everything he said, like it's Dak's comeback uh, season, about to make some stuff happen on offense. Um, I think over. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go eleven. There you go. Uh, before I look at this list, I saw the Cowboys as a ten-win team, like a ten and seven, um, with the focus on defense in the offseason, You know, drafting Micah Parsons, bringing on Dan Quinn, who was really great with Seattle. Um, also took Atlanta to a Super Bowl. I think the defense is definitely going to be better than last year's like record-breaking awful defense. And the offense is obviously going to be as explosive as it is. Great O-line, great receivers. Uh, a healthy Dak and Zeke will be great. Um, and a weak NFC East division. I definitely see the Cowboys not only winning this division, but um, 
you know, getting 10, 11 wins. Heavy. Potentially more, so. Damn, so Dora's the only hater? Like, what the fuck? Dora's, maybe he's just more realistic. I don't know. But next is the Washington football team. They're sitting at eight. Um, and I, you can you can say at eight, so we can go over, under, or even here. Um, I, maybe, i say maybe seven. I think they're probably the second best team, I feel like. Um, maybe not. Um. Actually, let's go under under eight. You said it's yeah. The line's eight. Yeah, let's yeah. go under. Under for okay. That for me. All right. Door. What do you got there? Uh, yeah, I'm also gonna take the under. Um, I think Washington has one of the best front sevens, if not the best front seven in football. Their D line is super scary. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I just think on the offensive side, although they got some good weapons, some good young weapons, Terry McLaurin's nice, got a good RB. Um, I don't know if Ryan Fitzpatrick is that guy. Um, You're not that guy, pal. Yeah, he's <laughs> definitely not that guy, pal. But, um, uh, he, yeah, I just don't believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't think he's going to be leading them to the playoffs or anything. So, um, And obviously he's not their QB for the future, so um, they're kind of just – Plugging him in this year, see how he does, and see what they can do. But I'm taking the under on that. I'm taking eight. I think they'll squeak out some wins against the um, obviously not against the Cowboys. Owen two. I think they'll squeak out a win against the um, Giants and the Eagles with how good their defense is going to be. But uh, I don't see them getting any more wins than eight. Yeah, uh, I got them under. I think they're just a you know, a result of how bad the NFC East was last year that they squeaked in the playoffs. They're, I really have no clue what their front office is doing for the future with their quarterback situation. I thought they were a team that definitely needs to get a guy. Do they still have Dwayne Haskins? No, he's off the team. Uh, I forget where he is now. What about Heineke? Heineke, uh, Tyler, Heineke? Yeah, the, the quarterbacks on the roster are Heineke, Fitzpatrick, and... Uh, Dude, I, I honestly have no clue right now. Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, all those guys could potentially start. And, you know, if you have multiple quarterbacks, you have zero. Haskins on the Steelers now. Yeah. Um, that could be good for him. Mike Tomlin's a good quarterback developer. Um, but, yeah, so I think, you know, their defensive heavy team, like Dor said, their front seven is <clears> insane <throat> with Mont- Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen. Uh, Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young. Matt Ioannidis. They got good linebackers, too. Uh, they lost Ryan Kerrigan, but still. Uh, but, yeah, Gibson and McLaurin, I think they might have down years with the lack of quarterback play. I think we're going to see more Fitz Tragic than Fitz Magic. Ooh, um, I like that. Yeah. You're yeah. waiting yeah. to that line, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought about it for a second. But um, next we'll go Eagles. They're sitting at seven right now. Um... I'll steal this one from Ethan real quick. I'm also going to take the under on that guy. Um, I'm not a big believer in Jalen Hurts. I think uh, he showed sparks in the, the towards the end of last year whenever he got the job over Carson Wentz. But I do think that uh, once he gets more film on him, film on him, uh, defenses are just going to figure him out, be able to keep him in the pocket, make, force him to make throws. And honestly, I think they still are lacking. Uh, they have, you know, they have Miles Sanders, Goddard, and Ertz, but I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if Ertz is going to be on the roster come uh, kickoff. And then the receivers are still pretty lacking. I know they've made some moves this offseason, but um, last year they had uh, 
one of the worst receiving cores I've seen in a hot minute. So, yeah, I'm also going under here. As much as I like Jalen Hurts, which I have no reason why to, because I hate Alabama and OU, probably my two least favorite colleges. For some reason, I like Jalen Hurts, so I want to see him like do well and succeed. But yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go under as well, under seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of a bummy org. Fuck them. Yeah, I think they struggled <laughs> this year. Under seven for sure. Um, Nick Serrani, their new head coach, he is, his press conferences. What's his name? Nick Serrani. Serrani. Uh, his press conferences have looked pretty whack. Anyone named Nick is, you know. Yeah, absolute bums. Bum. Bum. Two-time bum of the week speaking here. Uh, I can speak from experience, but... Their defense isn't that great. Um, beside outside of uh, Graham and uh, Fletcher Cox, I, I don't really see much on that defense. And obviously, Jalen Hurts uh, had a pretty rough end of the year, despite his like first one or two starts. Uh, finally, last but not least, are the Giants, who also sit at seven. Uh, what do you have there for that door? Well. Uh going to take the under on them as well, but I do think I got myself in a pickle because I don't know if that's going to work out with me taking the under on all four teams. <laughs> so it's going to win those in-division games. So that being said, I'll probably switch over the Cowboys over. Um, Too late now. Hindsight, wow. Mm, um, I mean, I'm just not a big believer in the, the Giants as of right now. I think Saquon being back will help him a lot. I do think Daniel Jones will see some progress. Um but I think they're still missing some pieces. Um, I don't know. It's not not a great so is that over or under so for the Jets. Uh, I said under. Okay. I think I'll give them the second best team title. Um, I see them going. I guess over seven, eight games. Okay. I mean, I don't know if my math works out either. But <laughs> eight, eight games is still a losing season. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Somebody's got to win in the East. So. <laughs> they can just <laughs> the split Cowboys, all the no, games. They're all I gave the Cowboys like 12 wins, tie. so yeah. that's fine. And I, th- I think we have to play like the Cardinals like and the Chiefs this year, our division, and I don't see any of our past three. NFC West is going to be brutal. Yeah, I don't see it. And the Chargers. Will also be brutal. Like, I don't see any of those. And the Buccaneers. So, I don't see them, any of the three teams we just talked about it's, winning. It's a rough game. Yeah, yeah. Definitely right. tough on the schedule. Um, I have the Giants at over. I'm going to stand Daniel Jones here. Uh, their defense was good last year. Their offense was just so injured and so bad. Uh, that should improve. So, I have them over. Um, for the Giants right there. Uh, so I think we're probably pretty split up on that. Let's get content. So we're going to move on to beer, uh, beer 6 with our locks. I'll lead off here. Um, I've got eight of them, so I'll run through them quickly. My first one uh, just ended, actually. I had Ty to, to, to Ivasa. I, I don't know. That's incorrect for sure. I had him uh, minus 130 over Greg Hardy, and uh, we did watch that, and he bodied Greg Hardy, which... That's a that's a big man to knock down, and he uh, he got him pretty good. Um, so one another start, it's always a nice feeling. Um, second, I've got Conor McGregor, uh, like I mentioned earlier, plus one twelve. Win you some money there. Third, I have Italy England over one and a half goals. I think it'll be a one one game uh, going to extras, which leads to my next lock, which is an Italy England draw for ninety. That's at plus one ninety. 
And my last lock for that game will be England money line. So I think eventually they'll take it uh, in either extra time or PKs. For the NBA, I have Bucks uh, money line for game three. And then in the MLB, I have Twins money line over the Tigers with Jose Barrios pitching and the Giants money line over the Nationals with uh, Gossman pitching. Those are my eight locks right there. Oh, that's my eight guy, Gossman? Yeah. That's my guy. Um, okay, I guess I'll go ahead and go. Um, I'm going to take, um, in the soccer world, I'm going to take England over Italy like we hinted at earlier. That's coming home. Um, I'm also taking the over. I think that'll be like a 2-1 finish. Uh, over was two gold or over two? One and a half. Okay, one and a half. Um, and then I have um, Brandon Nagy to win the John Deere Classic. Um, he's one stroke behind Sebastian Munoz. Um, he's also that just coincidentally is um, the name of like one of my old bosses. So honestly, what if you didn't bet on golf locks, you'd probably be like forty three twenty. I know, but it's just like I just have to, especially when there's like only one day left of the tournament. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely like don't ride this. Honestly, I'm just taking it. <laughs> ride it. Um, so yeah, Brandon Nagy to win. He's one stroke back, uh, and I also have the Bucks Hawks over tomorrow night. Um, I had the number, but I don't have it anymore. But whatever it is, two twenty two. Two twenty two. I'm writing that, and then I also have the Bucks winning. Um, I think this is going to be the one game they win out of the series, and then the Hawks are going to sweep the rest. Or the Suns. I mean, so, sorry, Suns. Gentlemen, sweep that bitch. Whatever. I know it's not the right term, but whatever. That's what we're going to use here. Uh, my locks are Bucks minus four. I think they squeeze this one out. First game at home. They're going to get it done. Um, I'm also with Wad on over 222. Um, that's hit the first two games. or I think the first one actually was 222, but it hit last game. Um, I think the Bucks are going to score a little bit more points. Hopefully they can get some help from Drew Holiday at home. Chris Middleton also had like I think like 9 or 11 points uh, last game. Um, Giannis is going to continue to dominate with his no-bag Euro step, running as fast as he can, being tall. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I'm going against the gang and saying it's not going to come home. Italy's going to uh, take that. But I do like that over one and a half. I think, yeah. Just slide think, that in there? Yeah, definitely going to be at least two goals. No dizzy. No cap. All right. I'm gonna, add, um, I'm gonna add a lock real quick. I forgot to add one. Um, I'm taking the White Sox. Um, I have Cease pitching uh, over the um, White Sox uh, Orioles. White Sox winning lines have been good to us. Yeah, I know. I, I I've been grinding them, but I haven't I haven't started one on my fantasy lineup as well. So I usually ride that. Usually shit. it's Carlos Rodon you're grinding. Yeah, but uh, Daniel or David Daniel whatever. Hey, Rodon pitched today. Heavy. Um, Go ahead, door. I also have Giants money line. I think Nick had that one. Um, playing Nationals tomorrow, they absolutely destroyed the Nationals yesterday. And uh, Gaussman's on the on the mound for the Giants. He's a uh, eight and three, one seven four ERA. So definitely got the Giants money line. Um, also got the Astros money line. They got Frambier Valdez pitching. He's five and one with a two eight six ERA. They're playing the Yankees. Um, Astros have been on. They've had a couple long streaks re- recently, and they lost today. So I expect them to get back on it and uh, take the dub tomorrow against the Yankees. And then uh, also got Gilbert Burns over Stephen Thompson. He's plus one twenty-five. Um, that fight is going on currently. And then 
Um, I was going to ride with the uh, Suns plus four. So, although I do think the Bucks will snag one at home, I I, I like the Suns with four points on their side. So, uh, take the Suns plus four, and then last but not least, I'm going to have to say no to the TA and take England money line. So I think. Um, they're going to end uh, at least streak tomorrow, and they're going to bring it home and uh, look for them to get the dub. So those are my locks. Technically, if they go to extra time, the streak continues, right? Because it's not a loss. I mean, I think it would be a loss since but they like, like have to find an outcome eventually. I don't think it would go down as a draw. But I this is just from me remembering because the World Cup, Croatia had a good streak going, but it ended because... In their World Cup run, they went to extra time like all three games until the final, and they all counted as draws because you know I don't know like regular time draws. Yeah, I think it counts after regular time. So, so if England did win an extra time, the streak could continue for Italy on a technicality. Yeah, it's a technicality thing, which oh. is that's how it right. is. So, but uh, <laughs> that wraps up for our locks. God Lastly. <laughs> We haven't had a sneeze on here, did we? Uh, this might know. be our first sneeze. Shut up. Uh, yeah, TA's got two two bouts and a uh, sneeze on here. He's making six PSD history. Uh, what are our ratings for uh, Line and Kugel? I really liked it. Um, I like the bottle. It looks like a kind of old-fashioned looking bottle. Line and Kugel, awesome-ass name. Some summer shandies, the Kugels, whatever you want to call it. Um like I said, I'm a big I'm a big lemon fan, big fruity guy. So uh, <laughs> um, I'd rate her uh, eight point five out of ten. I'm the opposite. I think um, I I just I don't like the fruity shit like uh, uh, the Bud Light, like Limeritas and shit like that. That's like Doors Mojo, um, but not me. Some cider shit. So I'll give it a six point five. Okay. I'm I'm a fan of the Cougs. Been had been a fan of the Kooks. <laughs> we love Kooks. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a huge Kook gang. K Nation. Um, yeah, shout out, shout out. Ben Those Kooks as well. Yeah. Cut <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, yeah, I, it's gonna be a. Uh, I think they're very refreshing. It's definitely a good summertime beer when it's hot, and the beers are cold. And the, and the girls are pretty. So it's gonna Dang, be a, that's an ad line right Eight point seven from me. Woo. I say whoop because mine's higher actually. I'm going to go 9.1 here. Great summer beer. 9.1. Got to grind. Got to grind mine and Google a little bit more. So is this your number one uh, beer that we've had? <laughs> Let's see the list. Um, Actually, it's probably going to be third behind Roar and Sons and False Idol. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I'd I put that as third. Yeah. Okay. For sure. No. Uh, uh, last is still the Woodchuck Cider. Fuck a Woodchuck. How much nah, shout out Woodchuck, woodchuck so woodchuck if y'all are chuck. listening, you know, sponsor us. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, or don't. That's cool with us. That That's gonna wrap <laughs> it up for, uh, episode 17. Thank you for listening if you listen this far. Gang. We'll see you next time. <laughs>